Five seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to. They are who we thought they were. And we got about to. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the West right tight. That's left. 372 wide sticks. He's The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. Hello, hello, hello. What's up? That was that almost had a um, that almost had a Flintstones feel to it. Yeah, <laughs> Anybody out there like me, old enough to remember the Flintstones, you know what I'm talking about. You thought the same thing. Hey, welcome in. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau Studio, Farm Bureau, Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. You need to go. With the home team, they are your home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. You can find the local agent near you at favrates.com. And I just encourage you to do that because, you know, anytime you can deal with and work with someone local and locally right down the road, text them, get to know them face-to-face, then that's the way to go. And so, trust me, that's what you get at Farm Bureau. Face-to-face. Here we are face-to-face, a couple of silver spoons, me and Beaver. Hey, Beaver, how's Thursday so far for you? Hey, Matt Wyatt, it's it's good. It's yeah. all right. It's all it's, right? Uh, it's also the first time I've heard a Flintstones reference <laughs> in years and years. Is it one of those cartoons you watched as a kid? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the lasting image of uh, Flintstones for me, it's like anytime I think of Flintstones, I just close my eyes and I picture two things. One is, and it's both from the intro. I guess that's because that's what I saw the most was the intro to the show. But how Fred Flintstone motored his car with his feet. Like they get in a car, but his feet are sticking out the bottom, right? And then the other was when they got that huge rack of ribs and it flipped the car over. Remember that? Oh, I was just about to say that. <laughs> yeah, same page. Same page. <clears throat> well, we're off to a good start then. Because look. Every one of us little boys growing up, we were meat eaters, and you just wish you could get a hold of a rack of ribs that big just to huh. see if you could eat it. <laughs> I know I did. All right, uh, so Beaver is having a good Thursday. Uh, you heard it from him, so you don't have to take my word for it. And I think the show is going to be fun. I know it's going to be interesting, as there is all kinds of history happening. And not to intentionally come in here and risk overstating something to begin this show. And I know that there's been plenty of negative stuff. There's been a lot of negative stuff over the last several days about the flag stuff, but y'all listen, I, I, I could be wrong, but the, the negative stuff is turning into positive stuff. It is positive momentum. I think all the way around now, someone who is dug in on, uh, and, and clinching and holding on to the, to the old previous state flag thing, uh, they might not see it as good news, but I think majority of people in Mississippi see it as good news that it is headed in the right direction. There is tremendous momentum. And what is historic, regardless of the outcome, we don't know the outcome, but what is historic that's going on right now is at the state capitol uh, in Jackson, 
every coach and every athletics director from every um, college and university in Mississippi is there together today. They are speaking. They are answering questions. They are lobbying one-on-one in group sessions. They're talking with every politician they can talk to to reiterate how important it is for every school uh, and every program in the state of Mississippi that they change that flag. You've never seen anything like it, and neither have I, because there's never been anything quite like this. The pictures and images and quotes and things that are emerging on Twitter from those events, it's happening as we speak, literally right now at this moment. If you are listening live to my show here in the middle of the day on 105.9 The Zone, WRKS, ESPN Jackson, Central Mississippi, then as we speak, that's what's going on. And in about one minute from right now, um, Beaver's going to get her on the phone for us. Nikki McCray-Pinson, who is the head women's basketball coach at Mississippi State, is going to talk to us. She is one of the coaches who has been there, who has stepped up to the podium, who has addressed media and legislators alike. And uh, we're going to talk to her here in um, just a couple of minutes, if everything goes according to plan. Because they're busy. This is not a normal interview situation for her, and it's not for us either, because we're going to kind of be, you know, getting in there and and fitting in as best we can. So that's coming up. Over here on the Country Pleasing text line, Country Pleasing Sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast, the best sausage, period. Gator Nation says, I've been told the Flintstones was the cartoon version of the Honeymooners. You know, I could see that, right? I mean, Fred Flintstone was very Jackie Gleason-esque, and the voice and everything was. Wilma! Right, Wilma? And then Fred and who? What was Fred's wife? Not Fred, Barney. What was Barney's wife? Uh, The mailman in Jackson said, it sounded more like Yogi Bear. Hey, boo-boo. That's another one. Remember that one. Uh, Miko and Louvier and everybody, I'm coming to y'all um, in just a bit. But uh, right now, since history is being made, we're going to talk to someone who um, we hope, I mean, we don't have the final results yet, but we certainly hope is involved in making that history. And she is on our phone right now on the uh, Divinity Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson, your Kubota dealer. She is the first-year head coach of Mississippi State's uh, top five nationally women's basketball program. She is Nikki McCray-Pinson on your radio right now. Coach, I really do appreciate a little bit of time. I know you guys have been and are at the Capitol trying to get some work done, so thanks for letting us kind of fit into your schedule a little bit. Can I ask you, first of all, just kind of how it's going for you as you talk to legislators in Jackson today? Um, it's going really well. Um, everyone that we've met has been very, very supportive of um, the flag, um, you know, retiring. So we're really thankful for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, you know, I just stand alongside you know, our community, our student athletes, obviously our president. Um, Keenum and, and athletics director John Cohen um, in, in supporting the vision of of retiring the flag. We we want a flag that unites and not divides. Yeah. In terms of getting on the bus and and going to where the action is going to happen, 
is it a little bit like a game day? Like, I mean, you put your, <laughs> you guys put your game face on and went to work. Yeah, absolutely. And we had um, every university, um, you know, in this state behind us, mm. presidents, ADs, and that was really, really powerful. And, um, you know, just to see that everybody wants a positive change, um, that is powerful in itself. And to come together, you're right, and have your game face on well, was pretty special. Coach, um, you you said it, so I, I think I kind of know the answer. If you, so far of everyone you've talked to on the political side, did you say you have yet to run into someone who um, was against changing the flag, who wanted to keep the old flag? You haven't talked to one of those uh, supporters. I yet? have not. I have not. And um, you know, again, everybody that we met today was, you know, on board and. Um, you know, they are committed uh, just as we are committed into supporting, you know, that vision and changing the flag. Mm-hmm. I, I guess it's safe to say, Coach, that when you took the job, you didn't really know you were going to be getting into this at this point, did you? <laughs> I did not. But, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, 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 it's good to be a part of change. It's good to, you know, be in the midst of this. You know, the time is now, and um, and we hope that, you know, uh, you know, they will see that um, this is a way to move our, our, our state forward um, and um, you know, continue to better our state, our community, um, as well as our, you know, students and student athletes at every university. Sure. Nikki McCray Pinson on your radio right now. She is joining us live from the uh, Mississippi uh, State Capitol in Jackson. Coaches and administrators from all over the state, uh, colleges and universities everywhere today trying to, um, if, if there's a mind that can be changed, to change that mind and make sure people are on board with uh, adopting a new state flag. Coach, what um, what kind of conversations, at least that you can tell us and are willing to kind of let us mm-hmm. uh, know, what kind of conversations have you had with your players about what mm-hmm. is going on? I think first and foremost, you know, you know everybody is virtual right now with the pandemic and everything like that we'll we'll continue to have more conversations as we come together but for us it's just being a being a listener um and then providing a a place for a safe place for them to to vent and voice their opinions um and to give them a platform to be able to come up with things to um you know promote positivity to promote change so being a listener and providing a platform i think not only have our university done that um, which has been really great, but we also have the support of, you know, our athletics department, our AD, you know, our president. And that, to me, has been very powerful for our students and student-athletes. Uh, Coach uh, McCray pinson what is uh, or, or would be your message for a, a young athlete like Kylan Hill, who's kind of been at the mm-hmm. middle of this story when he took a stand he said you know unless it changes i'm not going to play what would be your message to him well i think first and foremost um you know we support our student athletes um and that's the biggest thing just letting him know that you know we support him and um everybody you know now has a you know has a voice and um to be able to use their voice you know to stand up for what they believe in and um and that is his right that is my right that's everybody's right so um, definitely support him um, in his stance in standing up for what he believes in. Sure. Can you, um, 
I guess it would be speculative at this point. We're all watching this, wondering. We hear things about, you know, this many votes needed, and then they would have to do this and all that. Can you just kind of, you know, give me um, your indication of of how likely you think this change is? Do we think we're on the the home mm-hmm. stretch, or is there still a lot of work to do? Yeah. Well, I think after today, I think it was very powerful mm-hmm. um, after hearing um, you know, legislators speak, uh, representatives speak, um, you know, they feel, you know, uh, today was very powerful. So I'm only going to go on today and I know today was very powerful. So, um, you know, so for me that, that to me, uh, speaks volume and, um, gives me a lot of hope. Sure. Coach, I really do appreciate some time. I know y'all are busy. Thank you so much for jumping on here with us real quick. And, uh, my hat's off to you to the other coaches and administrators, and we're pulling for you, certainly. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hail State. Hail State. Thank you. That's Coach Nikki McRae-Pinson. Had a few minutes with her. She's at the uh, Mississippi State Capitol right now. Um, In communicating with them and in the media representatives um, uh, for State and for some of the other schools, too, ahead of time, it, it sounded to me like, even though we're kind of in the lunch hour, if you're listening live, you're still, they're kind of in and out of, like they go into this door and here's an office and then here's a place to meet. And and then I tell you what, there's so-and-so down there. Let's go talk to that person. And, <laughs> you know, the whole lobbying everything world or whatever you want to call it to, it's just, it's new. It's strange to me. I don't understand any of it. Um, but keeping an eye on it and following it on Twitter and, and things like that have been has been really interesting over the last 24 hours. Um, So I imagine if um, what I've been told is true, she hangs up and goes right back behind a closed door and they're back into a meeting talking with someone. Yeah, pretty interesting. I think that it's, um, it feels positive to me, at least if, you know, again, if you're like me, you're pulling for a new, image and a new state flag and a new symbol retire the old one then it um it's feeling positive and what's interesting i don't know that from talking to people reading the tea leaves prior to today uh i don't know that it felt positive well and i know for a fact uh, you know about this time yesterday there was There were a lot of people kind of losing hope that it was headed in the right direction. But in the last 24 hours, things just just seem to be, I don't know, turning a little bit in the direction of, you know, favorable towards getting a change made of your state flag. So we'll continue to track it for you. Uh, Hey, and also on that note, coming up in hour two, we're going to hear from somebody, meet somebody here on the show for the first time, uh, Ben Portnoy. He is a beat writer for Mississippi State in Columbus. Does a really fine job. And he's an excellent writer, too. And I've, I've met Ben a few times at ball games just, just briefly, but I've never had him on the show. But he's going to come on at the top of hour two because he's been there with, you know, pen and paper and recorder and kind of taking in the whole scene. And he'll walk us through at one what they did. Like, they're off the bus. They came in. They did this. They spoke what all that was like and some of the things that he observed while he was there. And I'm looking forward to that since uh, he'll, he'll kind of be our, you know, 
window into the inside of the building and everything that um, kind of comes along with that. So y'all let me know what you think. All right, so let's reset. I'm going to tell you here um, how to be a part of the show as usual. Y'all text me on the country, please, and text line 885-ESPN. That's a 601 number, 885-ESPN. Call me on the Divini phone, Divini Equipment. They are your Kubota dealer, and, and not just Kubota, but we're talking uh, New Holland tractors and uh, Red Max. And they got a little bit of everything at uh, Divini Equipment, Highway 51 Madison, Spring Ridge Road in Jackson. So call me. It is 995-1059. Love to hear your voice. If you're watching on Facebook uh, or on the Periscope live feed, hey to y'all. Y'all can feel free to comment. I'll be able to see it here, uh, see your comments. Uh, JJR said on Periscope, he was watching the interview. He said, thank you for your bravery. Mississippi will remember this. He said, whenever you get State and Ole Miss aligning together, you know something bigger is going on. And a good Thursday to you, Dustin, watching on Facebook. Listen, on that note, it is bigger than sports. Um, I think there are a lot of things that if a, a player on my team, like Kylan Hill at Mississippi State, if they were to dig in and demand and say they weren't going to play or something, you know, I – I might react differently if it were over something else. I, it's been, you know, if I were a teammate, I'd say, hey, you know, we, we can figure out a way to get it done, but we got to play ball, you know, those kinds of things. But this, I have just felt about this in regards to Kylan that I think for me in this situation, I'm okay with all of us being reminded that there are some things that are bigger and more important than sports. There's something out here right now that, frankly, is just a bigger deal than playing football. Um, and I think that's what this is. I know it's a big deal for our state. Um, there's just no question. Economically, uh, I mean, in, in, on every front, um, this is a big deal to get this done for the state of Mississippi. Lynn on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Appreciate you listening as always, Lynn, and calling. How are you today? What's up? Oh, pretty good, Matt. How you doing? Great. Hope you're doing well. Oh, doing great. I, I think I know why it's actually going to get to happen this time. The flag. Why is that? In the past, well, in the past, they don't. The, the legislators have been scared to change it because it would be basically be political suicide. They, I mean, they would be voted out in the past for changing it. They probably would have been. Hmm. But now the way things have changed, the whole, with, with the fact that the SEC's done what it's done and, and, and just all the things that are happening, it's, it's got enough of the population to where either way they go now, and they can't really know for sure, they, they may not can make a right answer. Hmm. I yeah. mean, they may not can. Well, there ain't really a right answer because there is a base that still don't want it changed because they just don't care. Yeah, and Lynn, right. Lynn, this is what I would say. Um, you know, my thing is, in, in this deal, if we are looking strictly at, you know, how many supporters on this side and how many supporters on that side 
as it relates to re-election for, you know, political people, that's just, that's one angle to discuss really anything. But Lynn, what I would tell you is it's not, whether it's today or on this day next year or five years, listen, we all just need to understand something. That's happening. That's right. This flag, it's not a matter of if that flag with that Confederate emblem is coming down. It's a matter of when. And if it's definitely, listen, it's definitely coming down, whether it's today or some other day, it might as well be today. And it would behoove the state for it to be today. Right. I agree. I agree with that. Uh, That's just what I thought about it. I mean, they don't want to lose their jobs, but now they don't, they don't know which way to go. And now they just got to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. regardless of consequences, because there's no, really no way to know. And just just be honest about it. And you can't leave it to the people. I mean, that's going to make people mad. But I, I'd be scared to do that with what's at, what's at stake. And it's not just sports-related. It's, it's everything. Yeah, I agree. So, you got to get it changed, put it behind everybody, and just get on down the road. That's the way it is. Yeah. Lynn, Have a good one, you we'll too, man. Listening. Thanks for the call, right, as always. So what do you think? Lots of people commenting. I'll get to Grant, your phone call coming up, all your texts coming up on the text line. And I'm going to tell you, my wife is cleaning out the garage, and she found something from over 20 years ago, and she just sent me a picture of it. I'll tell you what it is. (laughs) You sports fans are going to find it interesting. That's coming up next. So stick around in the Farm Bureau studio. Stay with me. Coming up, 100 Teams in 100 Days Countdown, brought to you by Matt Anderson Properties with National Land Realty. And today is number 72. We are 72 days away from September the 5th, and this one's going to be interesting. It'll be a little longer preview today than normal, and be some tunes you recognize. That's all coming up. That's all coming up. First, though, I want to jump over here to someone who's been patiently waiting on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Grant, thanks for calling. Thanks for being patient and hanging on for us. Divinity Equipment, 995-1059, 601 number, 995-1059. That's the number to call you want to be a part of the show. Grant, thanks for calling, man. What's up today? Well, first of all, I just want to just say how proud I am of Nikki McRae. What a, what a fantastic statement she made, how positive, how articulate. I'm just... I'm just so excited that she's our coach, but um, I've got a, I've got an idea to float to you. I've really kind of been working on this flag issue for a long time myself, and I'm going to assume that something that you just said is is 100% right. It's going to change. Okay. And let's just assume that maybe it changes today or tomorrow. I mean, that's kind of our legislative session. So, so then we've got this problem. What flag is it going to be? You know, yeah. so let's let's assume it's going to change, and 
And so let's go ahead and mark that off. Yeah, it's going to change. So we got this problem. And I thought of this great idea. In my mind, it's a great idea. We, we need some sports. The athletes have been involved in this. And if we can pick an American idol and the winner of voice instantly on a text, I'm imagining a Final Four. You get four flags, and on one weekend or Monday night or whatever, you, you have a tournament. And, you know, on one Monday, you, 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 you vote, and you text, and you vote, and you get somebody to emcee this thing that kind of represents our, our state. And you have your two winners, and then the next week, you vote for the champion, and, yeah. and the whole state gets to vote and have some fun and celebrate it. We don't need to make this last forever. And, you know, I mean, we the whole state can vote with a, with a, with a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, uh, it's not a bad idea, uh, Grant. Not at all. But I'm going to go devil's advocate here. Okay. There's a reason, I think, that in some situations – the decision makers just have to make a decision. And and I'm going to tell you why I say that. Here's a here's a very elementary, like, uh, I'm trying to go metaphorical here. You know, when we were kids, like I had one sister, okay? And I can picture, she's three years younger than me. And we were sitting in the back of the car. And mom and dad are in the front seat. And they say, what do y'all want to eat for supper? I say, I, I, say I want McDonald's. My sister, you don't trust the Mississippians to do it right, man. Well, here's what I'm saying. No, not, not quite. Not quite what I'm saying. My sister would always say, I want pizza. And I'd go, no. Here's what, We want McDonald's. I like, and you want this, that, and She'd go, no, pizza. She'd lobby for pizza. And after about five minutes of that, my dad would go, all right, that's it. We are going home, and we're going to cook something at home. And we go, oh, Dad, that's not what we want. He'd say, zip it. The decision is final. And guess what? I would be proud. I would be proud if they did that. And we went I, I on mean, <laughs> And we went on home and we ate what they cooked and I kept my mouth shut because I didn't want my fanny whipped. <laughs> and yeah. so hey, I, what look. I'm saying is if we do a even if we do a vote of all these different like of an option of a flag or something, you somebody's going home unhappy. That's why Delbert Hoseman and these people are in the place they are in, make the right decision for the betterment of everybody to change it, and then put a flag up there that has nothing related to the doggone Confederacy on it and put it behind us. Because once you do that, then the flag is not even something people talk about much anymore. It's yeah. just a thing, which good is really point. what it's supposed That's to good be. Point. I like your point. I really do. Look, <laughs> your wife found something in the garage. I got to tell you this real quickly, and I'll get off. Yeah. My my wife's father went to college in New Mexico State. He he was he was a lot older. He went in the thirties, and we were cleaning out some boxes, and we found an annual, a yearbook hmm. from New Mexico State. Guess what it was called? Oh gosh, from New Mexico State. I don't know. In the thirties. In the 30s? It was called, and it had on front of it, a giant swastika. No. The yearbook was called the swastika. Good gracious. I went, and did some, I went and did some research, and the swastika is an ancient symbol, you know, yeah. and 
of course, symbols take on meaning. I've heard people on Facebook say, well, the flag doesn't have any. It goes back to Irish or whatever, Scottish something. And I'm like, that is the stupidest thing in the whole wide world. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and so guess what New Mexico State did with their yearbook after World War II? Changed it. <laughs> they changed it. They changed it because it's just that simple. Mm-hmm. boy, Grant, I appreciate the call, man. See ya. See ya. Call me anytime. Uh, You're dead on with all of it. People don't, there's so many people that talk about history of stuff, but don't really know the history of stuff. Um, Where it all came from and what it is and and all that kind of stuff. Uh, But good call. I appreciate it, Grant. Started off with the Flintstones today, Louvier. Back several minutes ago, said these days Bam Bam would be classified as a certain kind of boy, not fit for the air. Keep your daughters like pebbles away from the Bam Bams of the world. <laughs> I know he's always hitting everybody with that club. Bam Bam! Yeah, and uh, the Jackson Mailman, you got it right. He said it was Barney and Betty Rubble. I couldn't remember Betty and I couldn't remember Rubble. See, doggone. The older you get, it's like the more you forget. And you start feeling inadequate because you can't remember things that ought to be familiar to you. Uh, Chris says, actually, what I find interesting is your wife is cleaning out the garage. Come on, man. Well, look, I didn't, it's, it's more reorganizing it than it is cleaning it out. But she found, apparently, she sent me a picture. It's the hat from the um, 1998 SEC championship game we played against Tennessee. And so it's the hat. I think it was my dad's hat. He got it at the game, and on the front, it has the SEC logo. And on one side, it's got Mississippi State, and on the other side, it's got Tennessee. It's pretty cool. It'd be a heck of a it's, – it's a piece of memorabilia for us, but especially for a Tennessee fan because they won it and then went on and won the national championship. Uh, coming to Chicken Hawk in just a sec, uh, Miko texted me a while back, and he said, Matt, although it's bigger than sports and we are on the abs- we are the absolute last to take this issue on, you have to think that these coaches and administrators are looking at this flag issue and thinking about how remaining silent will affect recruiting and the possibility of losing out on hosting a regional or a championship in the future, which could really hit the swack hard, which Coach McCray Pinson, uh, the recent Hall of Top Talent, you have to think about how these recruits, this is Miko's text, how these recruits and their families look at our state and the possibility of rethinking their decision as well as other recruits in various sports. No question about it. All those things factor in. Negative actions, negative reactions. Positive actions, positive reactions. It's like a rule in the universe. If we have a good radio show, Chicken Hawk calls us. See? Positive action, positive reaction. Chicken Hawk on the Divinity Equipment phone. Let's see. What's on your mind today? Well, I'm going to be serious, and uh, Matt, and uh, this thing right here has nothing. I was on Paul Gallo this morning. He let me get on right before the lieutenant governor. Me and Lou Bell. But he let me get on right ahead of uh, Delbert, you know, our lieutenant governor. Oh, yeah. I was on Paul Gallo this morning on another another channel there, Super Talk. But anyway, uh, me and Lou Bell has been praying that God, that Jesus would give the governor, lieutenant governor, and just, you know, president, but just give our, um, our members uh, a godly wisdom, the wisdom of Solomon. 
This don't have anything to do with sports. doesn't have anything to do with business and all that. It's time. Look, nobody is more proud of the stars and bars than me. I am a member of the Sons of the Confederacy. If people's going to hear what I'm talking about now, they may want to keep me out as long as I pay my $45 dues. They can't kick me out. But I come up with the idea last night laying in bed after I heard uh, uh, the lieutenant governor's whole speech and all about uh, the flag and maybe a design. And uh, I want to just, just give this to you. And I come up with the rest of it uh, after I got off uh, this morning. Uh, he wants to take a, the, the seal of Mississippi. And it, look, we've got a church on every street corner. Near about everybody in Mississippi, uh, I would, well, I'm going to say, I say, a good portion are born again children of God. They believe that Jesus died, rose again, and put on that robe of flesh and walked down here and died for our sins. The majority do. So, this, this idea that he has and what I'll fix to add to it should not cause any division. Really, it should bring unity. You take the flag, okay, you take, you take up some cloth. You put the seal of Mississippi on it, like he said. Right, down at the bottom, kind of half moon it around. You put in God we trust. Most everybody around here knows that we're talking about the the Christian God, Yahweh, Jehovah, Jesus. That's who we're talking about. Hey, uh, music of, music started ticking off. Right, real quick, at, real, real quick. At the top, you take Mississippi and roll it around, and then put red, white, and blue on either side of all that and that stands for United States after Mississippi Hell State love you see to you Hawk out you know two things in there one my opinion flags don't need words ever any kind of words flags uh, words on flags nobody's I mean you don't need words on flags and number two people don't know what stars and bars is they give that name to the wrong flag Anyway, 100 teams coming up. Stick around. Live in the Farm Bureau studio, Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance. So hey to everybody, however you're tuning in, wherever you're tuning in from. If you're on the Zone 105.9, hey to y'all on the radio. To people on Facebook and on Periscope, hi to you. Uh, To the folks on Facebook, um, all comments from any different angle, all that kind of stuff is welcome. However, we had a long comment on there that was full of foul language. And I'm not saying I haven't ever uttered a four-letter word, but I'm not proud of it. And so if you go, you know, cursing in your comments on the Facebook feed, it's going to get you blocked and deleted pretty quick because I can't have that. But outside of that, fire away. All, all uh, comments, opinions, viewpoints, all that stuff's welcome. Okay, first up, on the Divinity Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment, Madison, and in Jackson, Wes 
been hanging on through the break. Appreciate that. Wes, what's up with you today? Thanks for calling. Hey, brother. How are you doing? Just right. First of all, uh, we're going to take up that uh, opportunity to come fishing and show me some spots in Lake Martin, Ari. Um, you know, you, you never will respond to me about that. Uh, <laughs> Wes, uh, hey, first of all, I heard you say Lake Martin. All right. So, yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, so you're, I live in Brandon. You're Wes from Facebook. Right. That's correct. Okay, great. What's up? So, I mean, I have to go through your hometown. We don't travel, you know, to get to my lake house. But, you know, my mom graduated from Robert E. Lee. Um, is where you're very familiar with Montgomery and Jeff Davis. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're going to change the names of the school? Um, I mean, you know, it, it's gotten to the point where, what do you do now? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's. I mean, I know it's not. I'm not trying to be here's to here. You know, he said, she said, or do that. I'm not trying to get in that battle, but that's just unfortunate. You know, where my mother graduated. You know, the uh, other caller had a, you know, you know, uh, what is it, a, a, lum, uh, a lum book, whatever, from his grandfather. Yeah, right. And my my mother said Robert, says Robert E. Lee. And it's, you know, it's just, you know, mm-hmm. it's history. I understand, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm totally all for what we're doing right now. I really mm-hmm. am. It's just uh, one of those things that. Well, Wes, you know, look, man, here's um, here's what. I think, you know, we have to do individually and people make these decisions all the time. And that is we look at it. We have to decide what I want to hang my hat on. What am I going to, what am I going to actually go to bat for? What is worth fighting over? Right. We make those decisions all the time. Right. And, and I thought about that the other day. I was talking to somebody the other day. I said, well, you know, I went to high school at Prattville, Alabama. We played against four different 6A, now 7A high schools in the city of Montgomery. One was right. one was Robert E. Lee. One was uh, Jeff Davis. Okay. So we, one was Carver, and the other one was Sidney Lanier. Okay. So all four schools right. named after somebody. But let's be honest, all right? So two of them, the schools erected way, way, way back and named – after uh, Confederate guys who, at the time that all that was done and set in place, Wes, what was this part of the country doing and is still doing in small factions, romanticizing the Civil War instead of looking at it pragmatically, romanticizing the Confederacy instead of looking, instead of looking at reality. That's why I have said our... You know, our ancestors across the entire Southeast who wanted to hang on to the Confederacy because they liked the idea that whites were better than blacks. Because that's what the Confederacy was. It was all built on race. Okay, that's why you had a Confederacy. It was to prop up slavery. And the symbols and the flags were about what? White supremacy. They were. And see, Wes, see, and so what I've always said is all those people, even a hundred years ago, over a hundred years ago, who were doing their best to keep alive this idea of the Confederacy and, and whites over blacks, put all that stuff in place. They are the reason we're going through this. 
I didn't put up a statue. You didn't put up a statue. And you and I didn't vote to name the high school Robert E. Lee. Okay. Right. But, but guess what? We are about to live through and are living through the era of all those uh, things that honor and romanticize the Confederacy. We are the ones living through all that coming down. And that's why I've said the day they put those statues up, it wasn't a matter of if they were coming down some someday. It was a matter of when. And now happens to be the when. And so the name of that high school, I got news for you, Wes. It ain't going to be Robert E. Lee High School very much longer. I know it's not. We can just go ahead and get ready for it. It's not going to be Jeff Davis. Or Jeff High Davis. School. Not, yeah. not going to be Jeff Davis anymore. Yeah. And, and, or, every, or, you know. and here's the thing. I guarantee you, Wes, there are people screaming and hollering and kicking, throwing a fit, saying you can't erase history. They're not going to erase history. It's just those things are going to be confined to a history book and to the history channel. That's correct. Okay, the history channel and a history website. It's going to be, those things are going to be confined to that and everybody throwing a fit about it. They're what they're really throwing a fit about. They don't want them just confined to history. Anybody that tells you that it's history, they want it to be more than history. And that's just the truth, Wes. Amen. 10 four brother. Thanks for the call, man. Hey, um, Hey, again, you know, anytime you want to, <laughs> show me a spot, or I can show you a spot of Lady Martin. Let me know. Hey, thank, I enjoy the show. Have a great day, buddy. You thank too, Wes. Thank you. I'd like to catch some big spots at Lake Martin. Some of those big old chunks, you know, like a that, that three-pound spotted bass that you can't even get him pulled up because he just digs and digs and digs. That's what I want, Wes. That's what I want to catch. Thanks for the call, buddy. Well, I'll tell you what. We will save the... Countdown of 100 teams in 100 days. Today is a biggie. It's got to have some time. This isn't your normal team on the countdown at number 72. So we're going to save that for hour two because Chicken Hawk is called back to the Divinity Equipment phone line. Chicken Hawk, what's up, man? Well, this is one thing I, I wasn't able to say a while ago because of the music. This is probably the most important thing, right? All this rioting and all this hate and just, you know, just everything is just. It's so sad, but here's the thing. I challenge anyone that's listening, even if you read the Bible, if you don't read the Bible, go read it and check. Good God, there's nowhere in the Old Testament, there's nowhere in the New Testament that it ever mentions anything about race except for the human race. God created man and woman. You talk about the Ethiopian eunuch, you know, that wanted to know. Uh, that man, that was probably as dark as dark can be because nobody back then intermarried that much. You had the Hittites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, even Jesus was called the Galilean. You never heard, you never see anything about no one's color. Never. Think about it. Mm -hmm. From the front, the only color you see from the front of the Bible in Genesis to the very end of the Bible in the book of Revelation is that red the blood of Jesus that runs from one end to the other. That's the only thing about color that's ever mentioned. The red blood of Jesus and both fell down Calvary. So, if you know, you know, people read it, see. God knows nothing, nothing. I mean, nothing. N O T H I N G. No thing, nothing. He never thinks about us 
in any form of color. Now, I love y'all, and I'm going to stay quiet because I got to go feed them hungry chickens <laughs> and hail state. <laughs> hail state. Thanks for the call, Chicken Hawk. Yeah, you do need to read it. There's a whole lot in there about how to treat others. It never says which others. You notice that? And this says others. In Philippians, consider others greater than yourself. A new commandment I give unto you, love one another. It didn't say which ones. It just means everybody. Let's see. Miko says perfect person to design the new state flag would be Marshall Ramsey. He's an artist. I like old Marshall, man. He's an author, too. All right, True Maroon, you got to it. I, I will admit, True Maroon, you text me this on the Country Pleasing text line, 885-ESPN. Listen, the video <laughs> of Mike Leach and Lane Kiffin interacting at the Capitol today when they all lined up and they're all wearing their masks, they lined up behind the speaker. I saw it on Twitter, and I actually was looking at it while Chicken Hawk was talking a little bit. I will admit that. True Maroon. <laughs> Lane Kiffin walks up and he's got his old Miss mask over his nose like this. And he shakes Ben Howland's hand. And then right next to him is Mike Leach. And he reaches his hand out to shake Mike Leach's hand. And Mike Leach then reaches up and takes Lane Kiffin's mask, pulls it away from his face, and lets go. And it pops Lane Kiffin right in the face. <laughs> and they both smiled about it just a little bit. I told y'all. Listen, there's more to that relationship than any of y'all are being told or realized. Those guys go back. Those guys have communicated in the past. We're talking about all this new era this and new era that. It's fixed to be a little different than you've experienced where two guys that are coaches at both places are basically friends. <laughs> it's about to be fun now, I'm telling you. All right, listen, trust me. Hour two, we're going to do team number 72, and you don't want to miss it. Stay with me. <laughs> 